trying to teach this young man about comedy and how to be famous and things like that and I think he really uh, is farting is the key number one you gotta fart it's a little slapsticky it's no. the funniest thing number you one you gotta have do. microphones it's the funniest thing you could do without having real talent I don't know some people disagree I don't I think most people would agree with me that it's the original joke okay a guy you don't that know flatulence is funny a You're, guy you don't know on the bus comes and farts on your leg that's funny it will be funny later. That's never At the funny. moment that it happens, it'll be horrible. But you better believe I'm going to text everybody immediately. you get all that rotten egg salad smell up in your nostrils. I will tell everyone, it's this terrible. guy just farted on nah. it. It's going to be a funny story for the rest of your life. You would be so mad. I already know you would be so yeah, mad. It might not be a funny story when you kill yeah. the dude and you end up in the, in the pokey. <laughs> yeah. You would be so... <laughs> and they're so... like, what are you in for? And I'll be like, this guy farted on me. And I, I, kill, I, farted. I kill farters. I have murdered him. So, Post America Podcast, we're back. This is great. What is this, glad number 13? back with you boys. Yeah, this is going to be number 13 uh-huh. if we get them out in order. we You know what's kind of crazy? The last couple that we did were so out of order. Like You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, it, it doesn't yeah. really matter as long as it's entertaining. But we had some back stock. Yeah, we, we put out some old episodes and some yeah. pre- previously recorded things. It was from things. 89. I'm not speaking into the mic. Chris, no, Chris, right, Chris me, talks, but then when he has out. to tell you something important, he doesn't teach you sign language. Yeah, just, just tell, tell him. Just tell me what I'm doing wrong. Don't make me decipher your Joe does that a lot. Language. When I re-listen to podcasts, you can tell he's all over the place. Yeah, I get excited. <sighs> so what we wanted to do today was a post-tsunami uh, oh, wrap-up re- a recap. Show. Oh, yeah, yeah, a recap. Because it was a great weekend. We had a really good time. Um, I, we, I crossed a lot of things off my bucket list that, that weekend. Hmm. And I uh, thought yeah. we'd get together and talk about it. For those who don't know, tell them who played and where Friday at Tsunami Fest. Uh, let's just get into it, man, because they could just listen to episode 9 or 10 or 11 to figure that out. You know what I, mean? I don't That's know. True. Which one? 9, 10, or 11? <laughs> just listen to it. No. It says right on the heading. Well, yo, what was your favorite part about uh, Friday? Um, I like playing. Playing was fun. Playing was really fun. You know, unusual atmosphere for us to play. It was an arena for those who don't know. We, we, when do we play arenas? That's only like 50% of our income is arenas. <laughs> oh, my God. So, no, but uh, yeah, it was a big, big place. We, me and Joe went there years ago to see Bernard Hopkins fight. Yeah. But it was called the Sovereign Center back then. Now it's called, what was it called? Santander Arena. Santander, yeah, another bank taking over everything. But uh, it was really big. I mean, it was like the guys who put it on. They got big balls, big huge straight balls. up because yeah. they, they they shot for the stars, man. I hope everything works out. I think mostly it's used for it's either big concerts or like uh, minor league hockey teams and stuff like that. Yeah, ice right? hockey's in there. Yeah, it was crazy. It was huge, but playing was a lot more fun than I thought it would be because you know we knew there'd be a huge barrier. That's never fun. But the crowd got into it. The crowd was deep. They got onto the floor. I mean, this place you could go wherever you wanted, so you could sit. Up in the stands, the stands surrounding the whole place. You could be on the floor, or you could be by all the concession stands, out of sight in that big circle. You could be so far, yeah, in in this place that you wouldn't you wouldn't even know a band was playing. Man. Yeah, it was, uh, it was it was really yeah, it big. was massive. It was a big place, but the crowd, <clears throat> yo, we got lucky. We got a great crowd, good reaction, but uh, the 
the sound was awful. Whoever that sound guy was was a real jerk. Yeah, they should take yeah. him out back Rat, and shoot him. Crap, he no hard good. pulled on that one. The sound yeah. man card was terrible. And listen, when you go see a band, get this up. What do you want? You want good sound. If you go see a movie, what do you want? You want good sight. You want to see. You want to go to a blurry movie. Sight and sound. Right. And you don't want to go to a sound. crappy thing where you can't hear the rhythm guitar. That's so important. Yeah, when the thing you know? you're going to see is is audio above all things. Not, yeah, yeah. It's audio. That's That's got to be the number one most, the, the tightest got their shit together. People should be the sound. But how guy. often do you hear, oh, it's just hardcore though. If we've got a crappy place with crappy sound. Oh, it's just hardcore. That's just a... I think that's the, a lame excuse. It's kind of, it's kind of a cop-out, isn't it? It's a just, it's just the greatest music ever created. The most honest and sincere music of all time. There are no fronts. There are no tricks. There are no... Bullshit politics. Oh, that doggy dog play, too. That's, that's right. right. They did play. They did. <laughs> <laughs> no, but hard, yeah, it's, it's important. It's important to come off good. Hardcore bands have a unique sound where the vocals are usually... Really crazy. Mm-hmm. Most people that aren't into this kind of music would be like, they want nothing to do with it after they hear the vocals. But people who understand the music, you know, the more evolved, I call it the 0.6% of society that's more evolved, they understand this and they can relate immediately that the vocals are, are very important. But so many times, vocals never come through for the more guttural bands, the, the kids that sing, you know, from the chest. But this sound guy, he was just awful. I mean... Yeah, shows up with an underpowered PA that yeah. was cutting out and had tons and tons of electrical problems. So that was the biggest problems. disappointment of the night, I'd say. But, but I would say the overall the overall vibe from what I experienced was people that were uh, most mo- the people that I recognized were return people who had been at Tsunami a bunch of times. Yeah, which was really cool to see, and they were really positive and excited. And about we got to be thankful for weekend. those people that came out for and made us look. Like a good band in front of so many people that never saw us, people that came to see Wu Tang and and could care less about a band with guitar player. Because these guys made us look like a big part of the show, and that was the surprise of the night for me was how many non-hardcore fans, how many hip hop fans, or just rock and roll fans, or just people saw the flyer and just stopped in to see what it was about. But uh, how many of those people were digging the show? Yeah, and and you know, and just enjoyed the music because I'm so tired. I'm yeah. so tired of having to rely on my looks. <laughs> so these people just dug the music, and I appreciate that. Nice. No, a lot of big, big. Uh, the hip hop audience ate up those sweatshirts we had. Sold yeah, them all. Sold every sold out of in all the seconds. Sweatshirts. We'll have more. Uh, what's that, Joe's? Our next thing? show nameless, is in January. I don't know. Or you can go on uh, Nameless. What's nameless Prince. If you Google Nameless Prince, you'll find them. But I'm not, I'm not sure of the website. Yeah, I can't remember exactly. But I don't even know if he sells it. those online. But yeah, you could get our merch anyway. You could get our merch on our new website, www.wisdomneversleeps.com. Yeah. The new limited Wisdom and Chains medallion, which those if you point it on the so moon on October 26th cool. at 6.23 p.m., you point this at the moon and see what happens. They're inspired by uh, the, the medallion from the Goonies, One-Eyed Willie's uh, key. Yeah. They found the, the entrance to the cave. But um, yeah, those things are so cool, man. Yeah. Shout out to Eastern Wolves. For Eastern Wolves and Indonesia. Really Indonesia is blowing up with hardcore right now. Yeah, it is. I, see I heard they got like a heavy metal president. Is that the place or is that another place? Heavy metal president? Yeah, like their president is like a metalhead. And, uh, or maybe that's... That sounds like a song from like 
green jello or something. Yeah, he, uh, yo, these dudes. One of them, I, I think the Indonesian president is, is a metalhead. Yeah. Like, yeah. He just openly loves metal. Tony Iommi had to write this guy a letter because he they had a, a guy up for execution. And there's laws are very strict over there. You like pull, you could like chew gum and spit it out. You, they might chop your arm off. So they had to beg. Tony had the right to get this guy. Uh, what do you need? A Coke? No, can I have some? It's empty. Some of the fridge off if you want. <laughs> but yo, they had the, he had to write a letter to get this guy off death row. Because he was a metalhead. No, because he was gonna put him to death. But they they. People got hold of Tony Iommi from Black Sabbath and said, this guy loves metal and loves Black Sabbath so much. Maybe a letter from you would help save this guy's life. Oh, I don't okay. know if it worked, though, to tell you the truth. So the, the guy who was uh, in prison yeah. wasn't the metal. I head. don't know if he was a metalhead. He was just like a uh, there, the Indonesian Mumi Abu Jamal. Who's that? Who the hell is that? He's like a guy who's... Uh, allegedly, he was wrongly accused of a crime, and then people were constantly petitioned. Oh, the Philly guy. Yeah, 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 yeah that guy. Yeah, I thought he did, really did kill the cops, though. I don't know. Yeah, that's a different story. I'm not sure. I wasn't I'm there. not sure the I details. But uh, yeah, uh, Tony. Anyway, Indonesia. Yeah, big metalhead spot. Good for hardcore music. Easternwolves.com. Check them out. They do a shirts for us. They do stuff for Scam Dust, the incredible cat caller. The cat caller. But back that's... to tsunami. Yo, you know what was the coolest thing, man? What? When we played, just knowing that Ice T was standing on the side of the stage watching us play, Ice T's a good man. He reps. Very cool. He That's did. the second time he did that. He did. And yeah. uh, as soon as we're done, he comes right up to every band member, shaking hands. Oh, you guys are great. Yo, you Richard, did good do tonight. It. Yeah, do it. Do it. <coughs> I'll do every it a little cop. later. I gotta get a drink. <laughs> but uh, what? You know what? I'll tell you a story fish. about uh, Ice T. One of the promoters was in the back with Body Count. I like this story. And he says to Body Count, all the rules. Listen, if you need this, go here. You need that. Uh, what do you guys want to do for this? At the end, at this time, get food, blah, blah, blah. And Ice-T stops him and says, yo, chill. Can I ask you something? And uh, Nick says what? He said, are you happy? Yeah, I'm happy. He said, then we're happy. That's it. Nice. That's wow. respect, son. <laughs> That's awesome. That's respect. Because Mav, Mav goes to a show. He demands everything. You gotta have a cushion seat. You, you gotta have a mirror. I, I'm, uh, you know, I'm high maintenance. You prima donna son I of a really bitch. I really am. He's a good guitar player. We just had rehearsal. He's sitting in a friggin' chair. Yo, I was so excited to be at rehearsal. Yeah, and he's sitting in and a chair. He's sitting in a chair. Like it don't mean nothing to him. Unbelievable. Talking to the mic, Joe. Okay, Chris. I'm talking yeah, to the mic. Side talking. You're not <laughs> talking to the mic. He's trying to look in your eyes when he says it. Yeah. I wanted you to really understand how disappointed I was about that I know. chair I business. Feel, I feel it burning into my soul. No, but it, we had a good practice today. Yeah, cool. we did. It was fun. Evan was a little off. Yeah. <laughs> Poor <laughs> Evan. <laughs> well, well, you know why he was off? Why was he off? Because he had to pick Luke up. Yeah, he's off. Like, that's he, a big deal. He lives he two had to, minutes from the bus stop. He had to wake up early. He had to wake up early. Now he has to drive him back. Even when he left, he said, well, I guess I'm going. I have to drive him back. I don't care about nobody. It's a big deal. Yeah, no, I know why. I'm going to drive him boss. back. I got no respect. It's like driving home and then doing another loop around I the know. block. I know. You don't do nothing all day. You live like... The, <laughs> he's, he's got the best life in the world. You can't pick up Luke and drive him back. Jeez. I want to videotape Evan for the day. Oh, like, like a dude, hidden, I bet hidden camera. If it's hidden, there you see some creepy things, I guarantee. <laughs> oh, my God. Like a lot of like highway rest stops. You know, what's he going in there for? <laughs> like, why is he here? Yeah. Oh, oh Jesus. Come on. And you, yeah, I don't know how you... Poor you, Evan. Well, I don't know. What do I know? I'm just saying. Did you ever? Uh, did I ever tell you my highway rest stop story? 
Oh yeah, you Should did tell, tell, yeah, for tell the, the story. For the people, what a creep! Yeah, this is crazy. Well, I was uh, in my younger days. I was known for my insane drives. I used to do. I'd be I could drive all night and not sleep. That's true. It it's was literally like I, I I don't know. It's a stupid thing to be good at, but that was one of the things I could do was just drive forever and not get tired. On this particular day, though, we played a show in Erie, Pennsylvania, and I drove. I worked all day in New York City, so I drove to New York City alone. Alone, got up at you know whatever four in the morning, drove to New York, drove to Nanticoke, Pennsylvania, picked up our friend Chris, drove to Erie, and then after the show in Erie, I was going to drive back to my house. And at this point, I'm just completely dead. I'm exhausted. We just played this great show in Erie, and I was like, you know, like after a show, and you, once the the excitement wears off, and you know the tiredness just hits you like a wall. So I'm driving. I get to eight, Route 80, and it's just a straight shot all the way back to Stroudsburg, and I'm just like start dozing off. I pull into a rest stop, and bad move just to sleep. Yeah, like it, the not the not not a service. Yeah, station the kind with just stop. a toilet. This is the one, yeah, just a toilet and one of those <laughs> coffee machines. You put a couple quarters in, and it gives you that the cup, yeah. the cup with the, the a couple flickering. What are those lights called? Those kind of lights, the fluorescent, yeah, flickering, flickering fluorescence in there. Like <laughs> smells like pee everywhere. Yeah. So I, t- spot, really, I fall asleep. Me and my friend Chris, we fall asleep for about maybe forty five minutes. But just sleeping in a car is so weird. And you keep waking up and you just feel, you know, it feels creepy like somebody's watching you or something. So I get up. I said, all right, I'm going to go to the bathroom and then we're going to bounce. So I go into the bathroom and as I'm walking in, this dude walks right behind me. Dude, I didn't, he came out of nowhere. Like he was waiting like, for somebody. Yeah. yeah. But I was so tired and kind of out of it. It didn't really hit me at the time. But this guy walks in behind me into the, into the bathroom. There's a row of urinals. Probably six urinals. And I go to the one all the way on the, the, the far end. And this guy goes to the urinal directly next to me. Huh. Directly next to me. Doesn't put a spacer. Mm-hmm. The, the common courtesy spacer urinal between gentlemen. Right there you should have punched you know? him right in the mouth. So, peeing in his urinal. Relieving myself. And this guy at the urinal next to me says, coming west? And I was like, it, it didn't even make sense to me. I'm like, what? Coming west? I said, no, nah, no, nah, I'm going east. And he just turned and walked. He wasn't even peeing. He he. There was no zipper. Wow. It was not. He just turned and walked. And I was like, coming west? What kind of question is that? And it didn't. There's so many things wrong with the question because first of all, if you were, if he was asking me, am I going? Traveling west, he would say, are you going west? Not mm-hmm. are you coming west. Like, I'm with him. Like, we're in a caravan together. And this rest stop was on 80 East. There was nobody at the rest stop that was traveling west. Because it was you impossible. Can't. It was only for the for the side of 80 East. We're going to Google that right now. So, it's just some secret code. I believe I stumbled on a secret code. And my friend Chris laughed the whole way home about it. And he, he still busts my balls to this day about it. But I think I stumbled upon some secret gay trucker uh, rest stop. Well, you can't say gay. Code. Well, it's gay. I'm going to Google coming that, west gay, gay code. as it gets, I think. That's a crazy story. <laughs> I think that's probably as gay as it gets. Mm. But uh, 
Yeah, it was weird. Coming west. So if you're ever in a truck stop and you want to test it out, just just try it. You might get punched in the face. Or you might get a... Uh, you might jumped. get a date. You might get a date. It might end up being a happy night. What do you got? You Googling it? Yeah, no, nah, nothing came up. Hmm. You might have to Google A that. lot of codes came up, but no. You might have that. to Google that on the dark the dark net. The dark web or whatever. <laughs> dark web. You don't want nothing to do with dark web. I know a few people went there and never came back. Yeah. Back to tsunami. It's a hell of a place. Because uh, Chris has said he has to leave early. He wants to hit a rest stop on the way home. So we'll just get back to tsunami and... Uh, <laughs> Body count was great. Body count was great. Um, I really enjoyed watching Wu-Tang. I got to yeah. meet Inspector Deck, uh, which was he's been my favorite dude since 93. He's been my favorite Wu-Tang guy. Very good. And uh, I got to meet him. Kind of a funny looking guy, right? Uh, they're all funny looking. He's like cartoonish. I think they're all pretty funny looking. How about their manager? Should we have beat him up? I think we should have beat him up. Should we talk about that? Yeah, of I course. We talk about that. Yeah. So Wu Tang, two two of the managers. Every every member of Wu Tang has their own manager that they travel with. It's crazy. Yeah. A lot of people. It's like a big a pain in the ass. Pain in the ass. People involved. You know, middlemen everywhere. Imagine this. But, Imagine booking Wisdom and Chains, saying, "Rich, you want to play in uh, Syracuse on September?" Yeah, sure. Oh, you think Chris will be down to play? Oh, I don't know. Hit up his manager. How about Joe? Maybe call his manager. He's got a different manager. How about it? So he's got to deal with five guys, five different managers, different booking agents to book at one group. Yeah. And then everybody wants to know, what's this guy getting paid? What's that guy getting paid? Was well, he getting this? Because we need that too. It's like, are you guys even friends? Do you know each other? What's wrong with you people? Yeah, it, it made me lose a little bit of respect for the... I know. The, is it real or is it fake? Clan. You guys are supposed to be a clan. What's going you know on, what Staten Island? Get your clan together. But uh, so two of these managers... Mm-hmm. I'm not sure who they represented, but two of these managers were pulling some classic, uh, like something you'd see in a, in a movie, a shakedown technique, where, well, my guy's not going to go on because he's not happy about this. Mm-hmm. And maybe, you know, he'll be happier if you paid him, like, you know, I don't know, $2,700, maybe. I don't know. Like, it was yep. like one of those type of situations. I, I didn't even believe it. That I was watching it happen. And I almost, I interjected myself. Uh, if, if I could feel myself getting angry, like I was oh, going yeah, like to get violent. It didn't get to that point. Chris had to hold the, hold, was was, the box cutter behind his back. I, I was, know was going. very close to uh, getting to that point. I, yeah. I, was, I was right there. I was, just the way they were treating um, the promoters who bent over backwards to help these dudes out. Not even to help them out. Just to put it... It, was, it wasn't even about helping them out. They did everything they asked. They paid them the money that they were going to get paid, which was good money. and uh, Too good. And For talking on stage. To, to treat them like that, I thought it was extremely disrespectful. And uh, it really pissed me off. But it, everything worked out in the end. Yeah, and you can't blame Wu-Tang. Probably you didn't even know that they're... The this conduct is, of these managers or whoever they were. Yeah, this is they managers acting on their own. I... I, I what it seemed like is like they were just trying to like pad their own. Yeah, pockets. they're gonna put some money in their pocket, and not tell nobody, because he wasn't even saying, "Well, that's fine." But if so and so finds out, like if so, like a guy in Wu Tang, what are they? What if they do find out? Yeah. Are they gonna care? And if they do care, then what? What are they gonna do? What are you a mercenary, a Green Beret? What are you gonna do? Yeah. And the thing is, if a guy's getting paid thousands of dollars, if I was getting paid thousands of dollars to do a performance, like we usually do, and yeah. I wouldn't. And 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 the the thing that would stop me from doing the performance wouldn't be like 
a discrepancy over like $100. No, you could be like Ice-T, who is the actual celebrity in the case and was fine to deal with and respectful and, and nice and fun. And he's the OG original. And he's the OG. Or you could be like Wu-Tang Management, ratty, spiteful, looking for a couple peanuts to put in their little pouch for the winter. Disgusting. Disgusting conduct. Anybody who deals with them, remember that. And I think the promoters of Tsunami Fest, they were very nice. They shouldn't have been that nice to them. Yeah. They should have said, yo, take a walk. You ain't getting nothing. Oh, but this. Well, then do that. Well, he's not going on stage. And nobody's going on stage then. Yeah. Then you ain't getting paid then. Then you get there. Then you get. Well, that was my suggestion. At one point, I said, you know, well, I made, I made a suggestion. And the reason was the people who are going to have to actually pay for this is Wu-Tang. Mm-hmm. Because they have to do the right thing. or They're the only ones that would end up looking bad in this situation. I would say, listen, your artist you know? could go on stage and rap with his teeth. And it might be a lot easier. Or he could go on the stage and rap without his teeth. Which one is it, Mav? What do you want? Ouch. Damn. So everybody's getting soft now. Damn. Damn. Think Method Man scares me? I don't care about that. I don't care you made a movie trying to imitate the fat boys. Get out of here. Man, Method Man is the coolest on stage, though. No, he is pretty good, yeah. The cat's the best. Like we said, this Yo, is Yo, when he came out, they, they looked kind of, you know, they were all right in the first song. Mm-hmm first song or two and then Method Man came out boom and it was just like oh then the place came alive yeah he's definitely like the the he's the front man of Wu-Tang he's like the the showman on stage he's like uh real good with the crowd Craig Chitauri is for sick of it all I guess right oh, like he's shit. just the main, the main guy <laughs> no I'm kidding that. that's funny <laughs> Craig is the opposite of the main guy maybe he's a bass player no, oh uh, you know who was really cool man who Turnstile yeah. Very different show for Turnstile. It's yeah. a very different type of crowd. It wasn't the, the usual. They have a lot of like young, sure thing crowd. crazy, yeah, yeah. rabid fans. And there yeah. wasn't a lot of those people at this show. No, they killed but it. But they still killed it. And it was cool to see them as... It's like you got to hear more of the band and more of Brandon singing. Brandon, sorry. Instead of focusing on a pile of... Instead of the crazy pile, which yeah. is cool. That's, That's great. Especially but we, we're, we see that. We're used to that. But then this is like a test for the band. Like, yeah. This yeah. is like going into their garage and watching them practice. And, exactly. Like, like how good are you when the crowd is is not so great? The answer is yeah. they With great. a huge barrier. Even though the crowd was good for them, but they had that big barrier to deal with like everybody else. And yeah. It's not their normal thing. Yeah, they did well. They're they usually well. more intimate. Yep. And then, yeah, it's a, lot of, a lot of good stuff was, you know, like we said, body count. I didn't watch Mob Deep. How was that? I thought that would be a little I weird. saw a couple songs, and then bel- I was actually wrapped up in this whole Wu-Tang shit oh, while, no, no, no. while that was happening. But uh, I watched I watched the first song they did. Um, they did uh, Shook Ones. That yeah. was the first song. That's what they opened All up right. with. And it went it went pretty good. It went, went over Reading's well. a tough place. It's such a broke city, and everybody's got no money to spend. You got, If you do a show there, you got to rely on out-of-towners, you know? And I heard some people saying stuff about like, oh, there was no promotion and this and that. But as I was driving around Reading, in Reading and outside of Reading, yeah. I passed billboards the whole, even yeah. as far as uh, Allentown, as far yeah. as way as Allentown, I saw billboards for, uh, for the show. So I, you know, that definitely wasn't, I think it's just, maybe it's just Reading. I don't know. It's promotion and shows is like real estate. What's the three rules, Chris? Location, Never get high location, on your own supply. location. Oh. The three oh, rules of real estate. The three rules of booking a show. You play New York City on a Tuesday night with the Cro-Mags, you can have 700 people there. 
That said, he never sleeps. You come to Stroudsburg on a Saturday night with the Crow Mags, you have 150, 180 people there. That said, he always sleeps. That's why people get paid a lot more if they play the A markets compared to the B market. Then what is Reading? You know, so sometimes people want to go to Reading. They see that it's a fest. They want to get paid at A market rate, but you're in Reading. You're not in Philly. You're in Reading. The Reading shows are dope. Reverb is best club in the country, if you ask me. The sound is killer. You know, the hardcore ethic owner. From Mushmouth, that's great. But you know, yo, they went wild with this one, that arena thing. I mean, if this same show could have been in reverb both nights, yeah. scrap Wu Tang, get them out of the mix, have body body count maybe headline. Body count would body be count great. Count. Headline and tsunami. Yeah, it would have been a in reverb. Forget about so it. So maybe man. you know you live and you learn. But very good. And Saturday night was dope. Saturday night I got more to watch and enjoy, less hectic. And I, I wish we could have played Saturday because I always like playing that venue. I would. I so would. Saturday was at Club Reverb. I would have played two dances. Yeah, we could have played twice. Chris <laughs> would have been complaining. He wants more money, more M and M's, everything. We but we would have did it. Go through his manager and yada. yada Call my manager yada. then. My manager drives a hard bargain. Luke Rota would have been upset. Yo, you know, I had a good time Saturday too, man. Uh, there's a lot of bands sounded really good. Well, yeah. that's they can't not sound good with, with that yeah. PA system. Madball was crushed it. Madball, yeah, Madball. So you know that's like one of my favorites. Awesome. So shout out to Hoya. Madball crushed it. Life of Agony turned the place upside down. I guess they got a new singer though. I didn't even know. The uh, what? That young woman. Yeah, they got a girl singer now, Chris. I know. What happened to Keith? Is he still around? He's got another project. Know. Yo, let me tell you, that young woman nailed it. She yeah, she did. Perfect. Yeah, she was hot, dude. <laughs> but yo, what happened hot. to Keith though? I don't know, man. Come on, tell me. Can we help out over here? Tell me what. You ready for this? <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. Mina is Keith. What? Keith is Mina. Chris. What? I can't believe it. For those that don't know, yeah, the singer is like a girl now. Is that bad or good? I don't know. Same voice. I heard the band. Tell one, you what, it's good for Life of Agony. The band says it's great. It's a great new thing, but they said once a month is terrible. I don't know. <laughs> The, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah, your mind. I don't know. Nah, they sound awesome, that, right? Come on, you can't get periods, right? Come on. I don't know. Come on, I'm not Mina. a doctor. Mina, we got to hit us up on doctor. Twitter. We want to know. Nah, that's a stupid question. I know you don't get. You don't have a uterus. We can't why get didn't, period. Could, I thought we were gonna try uterus. to get, land an interview with Mina. I don't know. Tried hard. Yeah, it's very hard to get to nail yeah, people down. Very, you know? very it's very private. Hard. She's elusive. Not just her. Any of members of Life yeah. of Agony. Yeah. No I tried to get Joey. I tried to get Al. I tried to get a couple of different people. What happened? It's very yeah. difficult. Do you have a problem just, with us? What's your nah, problem, Joe? Uh, I don't know. It's just hard to get a hold of them. I think it'll happen one day. But it's You just, know what? If it don't happen, F them. But if it does. Hey, we'll get your best friends in. There you go. <laughs> uh, Eddie Leeway show. Eddie Leeway yeah. project. Uh, that was that was cool. They sounded great. Yeah, Eddie Leeway, man. That's... uh. First show my brother Simon ever saw was Leeway. That's so what he when said. He saw that he was so excited. And who else? And somebody else that was on the bill was it Leeway in Life of Agony? Leeway, I think it might. No, have been. wait, a minute. or was it Crown of Thorns? Maybe? No, Doggy Dog, because he said. I oh, think he had, that's right. Yeah, he was yeah, saying okay. Friday, the first show he ever saw was Doggy Dog and Leeway. So he saw Doggy Dog Friday and Leeway wow. Saturday. Yeah, shout out to my brother Simon, man. Simola, we had a great weekend. It's cool spending yeah. time with him. He lives out in, in Orange Why County. Why is he so California. skinny? What happened to him? Is he trying to be on a diet? He's My like brother runs Iron Man? marathons, bro. Jeez. He just won. He just he just won a triathlon. Jeez. He took uh, first place in his age group. He Chris, came you're Greek. What's ninth a triathlon? Overall, ninth overall. Wow. First in his age. Ninth group. Ninth overall, dude. There was ten guys in this contest. My brother's too. forty-two years old. 
Is he? Crushing it. Yeah, yeah good, man. So That's he's, awesome. he's still younger than Chris over here. Crushing it. <laughs> Wait, same age. Tom and I are the same age. Oh, really? And he came to, uh, he came, we, we stayed at my house on, uh, I think, Friday, Friday night or Saturday, I don't know, whatever. But uh, he went jogging like six in the morning. Jeez, what a guy. So he just goes Keeping out on it, and starts jogging. I do that too, but I did the way I can't keep the weight off. Yo, listen to this. A bear came out of the woods. On Simon? In my yard. And my dog, <laughs> Benny, went crazy and chased this bear into yeah, the woods. Benny. Benny was deep in the woods, too. We're yelling for him, Benny. Get Benny. back here, Benny. He was, you can hear him barking. He was deep in the woods, yeah? man. Yeah, he came back, though. Came back with a head, a bear's head. But, hey, it's crazy. And my brother said the bear Benny was humongous. Bear. Yeah. And Simon still went on his jog. Yeah, Simon don't I would have ran no right back to the house and sat on Simon the grew up around here. He don't sweat no bear, even though he's yeah. in soft-ass California right now. <laughs> but uh, for those who don't know, Simon spent time in Crutch playing bass. That's right. And Simon played bass in Joe's first band, Feeble. Yeah. Yo, I got a picture of me, Simon, and Evan. It's up on uh, Instagram, but it was like, it's cool. I was like, yeah. we started going to shows pretty much. They started before me, but, you know, we, we were like, that was like my, my yeah. original base of like getting into punk and hardcore music. It was, was nice to see Simon Evan and, and Simon Evan. getting along because for many years they were at each other's throats. They mended the wound. They mended it. No, they're good. They're the good friends. The fence is mended. And it's yeah. nice to see you got Eduardo from Florida, oh, old man. friends like that. They came yeah. up Doug Storm from Florida, now to move Columbus. Yeah, man. So these guys travel a long way to come to the... To a lot the, of people, man. There was people there. Was from, very, there was a lot of yeah. travelers at Tsunami A lot of Fest. overseas people, Polacks, everything, Russians. Speaking of that, what, you see all this beef going on in Israel? That's crazy. Yeah, holy shit, man. Jeez. This one guy drove his car... Into like a bus stop, nailed a bunch of people. One guy goes down, he comes out of his car with a hatchet, starts killing, really? like oh. hitting dudes with hatchets, oh killing one dude. And then a, a, it looked like a civilian came and shot him down. It's all on film. I'm like, geez. Yeah, places erupted, man. Places like erupted. a GTA video game over there. I tell you what, man, I don't want to. I don't want to go over there. Yeah, I have a friend that goes to cancel uh, the show. Our boy Jeremy Shehab, he goes over to Syria. Uh, a couple, probably at least once a year. I was How about what happened over. to him? And dude, that's terrifying. Chris, he check got, this out. Go ahead, you tell. You want me to tell? Yeah, go ahead. Check this out, dude. Let me hear it. He goes over there. He's in a car business. Yeah. He is driving his, I think, sister and grandmother around. Right. All of a sudden, he's got a little tail. Some people are following him. They're hanging out of the car with AK-47s. What? He's like, what's going on here? He starts speeding. They're following him. They're shooting, this and that. They take him. They drive him off the road, force him off the road, crash him. They pull him out of his car. They hit him with the back of the gun. Guns to his head. couple, like, local people come around. You know, they're talking to each other yeah, like typewriters. Yeah. Guess what? Guys back off. Oh, they're talking. Now they're calming down. They leave. He's like, what's going on here? So, oh, they thought you were somebody else. Oh, Jesus, man. Could have been smoked on the spot. Exactly. That's a... This is a little trick we're going to tell people. When you're over those kind of places, even in Europe half the time, shit breaks out. And they say, what are you guys? Say you're Canadian. Because everybody hates Americans right now. Mm. Canadian. Canadian. If you you get into it with a bunch of hooligans, say you're Canadian. If they're trying to escort you out, say you're Canadian. They'll help you out. If you see you're American, they'll throw you out by your head. Me, I'll it's still hard take to be the, the beating, king, baby. It's hard to be the king. We got a bad rap nowadays. Heavy weighs the crown. True. And we'll get through tsunami, and we'll talk some politics. Yeah, <sighs> man, talk about, uh, those democratic debates I just watched. Yeah. 
What we done with Tsunami? What else we got? I don't know. Mad Ball killed it. Like Fatty killed it. We love it. It's a good time. I didn't. I, there, there was nobody that I watched at Tsunami that I was like, meh. Crown of Thorns sounded you know I mean? great. Crown of Thorns sounded yeah. amazing. Yes, they sounded really good. Walls of Jericho was like monstrous. Yeah, blew it up. Check cool riffs. Uh, Anthony blew it up selling his drawings, man. Yeah. How much you make? Money, man. Let's see. You better give your dad a taste. Anthony, how much money did you make at Tsunami Fest? Um, like the first time I sold them? No, just a couple weeks ago. Oh, um, I mean like eighty or ninety. Wow, eighty or ninety. Listen, you don't sell our shows unless you give us a taste. <laughs> you got a kick to the top. Anyway, we'll let him go this time. Yeah, he's doing good, man. He's pretty good with the drawings, man. No, he's good. He practices a lot. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it was a fun weekend, man. A great time with friends and family. Always is. So, let's stay tuned for what comes next year. I'm yeah, sure see what happens. There might, there might be a Keystone Jam this year. Oh, yeah? I'm working on stuff. I might be part of this one with a friend of mine that everybody hates named Joe Harcourt. Hello. Just saying his name, people get like, I hate that guy. But it's all right, whatever. He don't care. He probably doesn't. Well. Anyway, that. let's go now to the... Uh, yeah, I know Chris watched the Democratic debate since he's yeah, a Democrat. I missed it. What? I, I missed it. I was sick. But since Whoa. then, you saw the highlights I on the I seen the highlights. I did see highlights. Let me tell you this right now. By the end of the debate, just even as a neutral person, this guy, Bernie Mac, Colonel Deion Sanders, easily won. Hillary Clinton... Bernie Mac, Colonel Deion Sanders. It all fits. Great. Because he's got a little bit of all of them. Yeah. He's got a little Bernie Mac because he's funny to look at. Yeah. All right. He's got a little Bernie Mac, Colonel Sanders because he's got a little salty a little taste. Old white hair. I got yeah. you. Yeah. Deion Sanders because he got that little like swag even though he's Showtime, old. Showtime, baby. Yeah. Showtime. Yeah. Colonel Bernie Mac, Colonel Deion, and that's it. That's Deion it, Sanders. Yeah. But um. What about Barry Sanders? Yeah. You know, Barry, you got some juke Barry's moves. more like, you know, stiff. Juke moves. Like, watch Bernie walk onto the stage. He's very loose, you know. Kind of like Hello, Obama. Obama, you ever I'm see Obama always does a trap? Nice to see you again. I'm yeah. happy to be here. I'm happy to be here tonight for the debates. But anyway, check the it out. The middle class slowly I thought he won. Did you think he won? Absolutely. Thought he crushed. I thought that Hillary was a, was a close second, I would say. She just did good, yeah. Based on, like... Applause, but her answers were weak, vague at best. Yeah, vague bullshit. But she got a lot of applause because she's, you know, she's obviously she's a celebrity. She's well known. She's been campaigning for the last thirty years. But as far as actual um, good ideas, and even if you don't like his ideas, the honesty of this guy, the honesty. I don't care if you hate this idea. This is what I plan to do. When they said, "Okay, uh, candidates, Black Lives Matter or All Lives Matter." Easy. Black lives matter. Like, no question. Yeah. And a lot of people, a lot of white people in the house is cringing because they're taking that as an insult. They don't understand the movement that I started with my friend uh, Cornell West. But listen, <laughs> he's honest. Whether you like him or not, he's honest. There's very few honest candidates. That Irish guy, what's his name again? O'Malley. O'Malley. He was pretty good, but he all of a sudden he had this weird fakeness to him, right? We watched, Who's the guy? Who's, is he the one? With he's the, the one who uh, looks like he should be a president. Handsome, tall, thin, but he kept on like having this weird fake smile. Is and the, he the one with the, the hand uh, movement that was fake? He's got a the Asian wife. No, no, that's the Jeb Webb. That's the guy. Yeah, Webb. I mean, he, he was all right. He they were was all, all right. right. I, I, I wasn't uh, the one. Him. The one guy Shafe was so shaky and nervous yeah. seeming. Yeah, not a good. That I Lincoln Shafey. Yeah, yeah, he, he was, was Lincoln yeah. Shaker. I call him. 
But he was, yeah, he was very nervous. He didn't come off presidential, not that you have to, because I mean, we're talking Donald Trump and what's that? Get the black guy on the other side. Of, yeah, the doctor. Who I like, I kind of like that guy. Oh, Carson. Yeah, ben Carson. Ben Carson. Ben Carson. Ben Carson. I kind of like him. He's totally nuts, but I, I like his, his attitude. He's got a nice speaking And I, I saw him with his wife, and his wife is very cool. Yeah. She might have like a, a nice black auntie that would make you know good food and everything. You hungry, baby? Come over here, you. Get over here. Oh, that's Ray voice. Y'all hungry, baby? <laughs> that's Ray. Yeah, but Ray's not even here. I told him to come. But I thought easy Bernie won. Yeah. I look online, and it seemed everybody in polls all over thought he won. But immediately on CNN, they're telling you that Nobody was close to him. Yeah. The Hillary was so far ahead of everybody. And it started almost like this, this that weird routine they go through to make people just like, because the next morning, Chris, who didn't get to see it because he was sick, he wakes up, CNN, Hillary ran away with this, this, this well, uh, debate. Unbelievable. The highlights, and then you know, find so, out that. So for the majority of people that get, will get their news burning. after this three-hour debate, <clears throat> who's not going to sit through it, they, have, they know who won. Hillary won. What do yeah. you mean? Yeah. They hope it's like that. What is that? Is that called double speak? It double speak, man. That's some nineteen. But I'll tell you shit. what, though, that Bernie Sanders he raised quite a significant amount of money. Yeah, from it. The and people that, that watch Google, the most Googled, like people who didn't maybe might have not have known him. You know, that's the thing. Most he people don't know this guy. On, he smashed yeah. onto the scene with this. It was it was great for him anyway? I think. And yeah. so many people are scared of that word socialism, and democratic socialism. They they fear it like Nazi. Like, imagine a candidate debating as a Nazi. <laughs> that would be that scary. Yeah, but they put, they put it in that same thing. Oh, he's a Nazi. He's a socialist. He's a, our allies are socialists. Every country in Europe. There's so many countries that are much freer than ours that call themselves socialists. It's not I'm, Me, I'm not scared of nothing. All right? I'm not like these white bread boys sitting home with shotguns and a gun in every drawer. Even though I got my own, test me. But they're scared of everything. <laughs> I'm not scared of the word socialist. I'm not scared. Chris, help me out here. Just, I'm, I'm, I'm not afraid of ideas. I think it's so bizarre when you see uh, grown-ups and they're just terrified of an idea. Yeah. Of an idea. Just a guy with an idea well, you know what it scares is? you. It, it's the connotation. When you say socialist, people are going to automatically fly back yeah, to the height of the Cold Lenin. War and picture Soviet-style uh, uh, you know, society. And it just isn't that, that just isn't the case. I mean, most... You, every country in the EU, every major American ally is a socialist country. And that's yeah. just how it is. People like, have to understand words. Who's a Republican? Donald Trump's a Republican? Jeb Bush is a Republican? David Duke is a Republican? These people don't even have anything in common and they're all Republicans. Yeah. So you think a socialist means Lenin? Stalin? What's he having in common with a government run like Finland. Nothing. Well, right. that's the difference. That's a communist. Yes, but the so, they're but, called but socialists. The, but that's, that's being, it's almost intellectually disingenuous that they're conflating the two. Yes. And that's what they that's do. That's what and Trump went on the next day called, a crazy called Bernie Mac a communist. Uh, a, a yeah. communist. Yo, he should just challenge him to a fight. Like a I think Sanders could do it. He's old, but I think he Sanders could do it. Well, you know, we know what you do, which, which you take away from it, though. Well, I watched the, you know, the full Republican debate. 
and that you didn't commit suicide. I wanted to you know blow my own head off Yo, several times. First but of it's all, no because issues. there was it's how many people all, were on the stage, Chris? Oh my God! It's just and you can't get. They couldn't get. No one could get a real What's word. Sixteen? No, fifteen or sixteen. Like 15 I think. or sixteen people Ridiculous. on there. Ridiculous. And none of them are talking about any kind of. I like issues. out of all of them. I like Rand Paul. Now Rand Paul, how you got say, no play though, man. Rich, yeah. How could no you like play. Rand Paul and how could you like Bernie Mac Sanders? Well. I think they're both honest with what they believe, what they want done. And I bet, given free reign, which you could never have, we don't want them to have that, they both could get stuff done and make things a little better, even though they have totally different ideas. There's more than one way to skin a cat. And if you don't believe me, bring your cat over and I'll show you. I've skinned plenty of cats. Because I'm allergic to them. Plenty of cats. I'll put a little mask on and show you. But I like those two guys because I believe they're honest. I think... Rand is getting a little goofy because he's getting into the mix. Maybe he's not as honest and sincere and moral as his old man. But I think he's, he's all right. He's still got a sweet jerry curl, too. Well, Molly here says he doesn't have a shot because of his hair alone. And she might be right. <laughs> he's got a beautiful jerry curl. Don't ever elect to curl your hair. She might be right. Maybe. because Andrew Jackson had curly locks. He, it might have been cool back then, though. Father. It might have been cool back then. Now it looks kind of weird. But people are saying they could elect Donald Trump. Look at his hair. Yeah, his hair doesn't even look like hair. His hair looks like a synthetic fiber that was like produced from the lab somewhere. It looks yeah. like a and weird... Stitched onto his head. It looks like a weird chair that would be on like the Jetsons or something. Oh, like, yeah, it, yeah, it doesn't yeah. even look like... Yeah. It looks like furniture or something. Like, <laughs> it does, like right? a comfy couch. Yeah, it's it's kind of cool. Something from Zoolander as well. He, he says some stuff I like. Hair? He says some stuff I like. When, but it's stuff that he... He's contradicting himself when he says he's he would change it. I'll stop people from sending their 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 businesses over. Why did you not do it then? Why didn't you keep your business here? Why aren't you producing your goods here then? Yeah, you you know like right there. Like if you're so concerned about America, why you can still profit? There are plenty of businesses that stay here and they profit. They don't make as much, but morally they felt like they had to stay here and they do it. And how does a company like New Balance do it? New Balance sneakers. They're made in made in America. Yeah. New Balance sneakers are dope. Which, by the way, I pretty dope. I only buy New Balance sneakers. Well, you got really wide feet. Yeah. I have huge wide feet, and New Balance is known for having yeah. double, triple, quadruple E yeah. shoes. You know what I mean? So if if Nike had a easily <laughs> accessible thirteen triple E, I would buy it. Yeah. But um, yeah. So I've been buying New Balance for years, but New Balance is made in America. So how do they do oh, it? I never knew that. How, do, how are they a profitable company? There are people companies. collect New yeah. Balance like they connect Air Force Ones. Yeah. How so? How can they do it and other shoe? They can. can't. You can You just won't make as much. That's the thing, and that's fine. But if you if you're so concerned about making America great again, like he constantly says, then why didn't he start with himself? Right. Tell me that. Very hypocritical. Very, very, very oh, you don't like Donald Trump? I don't you know, like Trump. Come on now. All right, let's talk about Hillary. You like her, though. You rat. Hillary is the polished politician. Do you know what I mean? The establishment. She really is She's the embodiment no of a centrist. All right, well, tell us why you like Democrat. her. Don't try to play like you don't I, like her. Between her and Bernie Sanders, I'm Bernie Sanders all the way. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Bernie Crazy. and Colonel, baby. All the way, Bernie Sanders. A what? bold statement. If, if I, you know, was, as a Democrat... And the liberal Democrat, I have to agree with some of the progressive agenda. And I think that she's only being moved there for expedience. 
you know, because Bernie Sanders is moving the debate to the left, and then she wants yeah, to so capture she's like that parakeeting what he's trying to act like she's the first one saying she's, it. Get out of here, she's, you. She's up. She's progressive to a certain degree, I think, but. Is it a coincidence that she's trying to shift left in the way she thinks, you know? She's moving slightly to the left rather than being that standard centrist that she's always been. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I don't like The her. cynical person would say, yeah, you know. Yeah, uh, she, they started talking about the emails. Did you see that part? Yeah. They started yeah. talking about the emails. I'm glad they shot that shit right down, though. And uh, I thought Bernie, San- Bernie Sanders shut it down the best. Though. He did shut it down the best. I don't care about your damn emails. Enough with the damn emails. Does he or doesn't he sound like a member of the Ramones? He does sound like a member of the Ramones. Yeah. Right? That's why it's cool, man. Even the Ramones, yeah, like, like it, man. the Ramones sound like they have like slight Down syndrome. But not 100%. <laughs> oh Touch it down. Yeah, but it's cool. I, I had TD. Had TD. But, uh, yeah, I like, I like Rand on that side. But he's getting zero push. He's getting crushed. Yeah, Nobody's interested. Crushed. Yo, Donald Trump, Donald Trump drained the, the air. Just mocking him. Uh, yeah, relentlessly. Debates because of how far he's fallen in the polls. Oh, man, that Donald Trump. Let me say this. Relentless. Republicans, the more you back this Trump guy, the less chance you have. He cannot win. No. Nah, he, he won't win. He, he will get eviscerated by any opposing candidate. Any halfway normal person. They're going to rip him up. Yeah, I feel like I can up. win as president over Donald Trump. That's the problem. How about the weird mm. things he does with his mouth? Like, you ever notice that? No, yo, no, I didn't notice that. Yeah. But did you see the? Uh, there was a little Mexican lady came out with a yeah, magazine. yeah. She, yo, he was feeling her up. Did, nobody's mentioning that. How come I, nobody I, mentioned? I said that immediately. What's he? He was behind feeling her, like her up, this. grabbing her, her ass, her titties, is going crazy, touching this girl. You Google this. Did you see that? It's yeah. insane. Just like Hispanic woman supports. Trump. He's like, I love the Trump. I voted for Trump. <laughs> yeah. He's like, and he's see, like, and I never even saw her before. Touching her on her face, grabbing her boobies. Like, he's going crazy. Yeah, on this but did, did she say, I work for Mr. Trump or something like that? No, That's I don't probably think what so. she said. He was old. He must have said 10 times in the short time she was there. I don't know her. She just came. This is great. Is this unbelievable or what? I can't even believe it. Is you know, this what a coincidence. Oh, what? That I is that is one hell of a coincidence. You'd think I paid her, but I swear to God, I didn't. Yo, he molested her straight up. Yeah, that was nuts. funny. You can get fired for less than that. Yeah. He was behind her at one point. Like, his hands... I don't know what he's doing. I'm like, what's he doing? Where the hell is his hands? You'll see. It's Crazy, Joe, man. Crazy. Dude. Man, but I yeah. wish we had, uh, like, that Joe Rogan set up where you could, like, oh, yeah, could play just... videos. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. God damn it, Chris. Come on! <laughs> oh, man. Chris, you're supposed to be on top of this shit. But, yeah. Man, I got a projector. Anybody out there, make sure you Google that. Get that out there to the... To the world. I say, why is Share this man molesting this woman? Share that all over Facebook. But Show yo, your friends and touch. What him. if Biden comes in? Biden. He might have a shot. He might have a shot because of the popularity. Yo, People I like, say Obama's I not like popular. Biden, but he is popular. I'll yes. tell you this: the the closer we get to the end of his term, the more I really, really like. Uh, Barack Obama. I'm not saying as a president. I'm not saying like he's you know his policies are great and Obama cares the shit. I'm saying like I just really like this dude as a person. You know what I mean? The more I see people blaming him for everything, the more I like him. Yeah, but I don't really like him. I, I really can't stand him. But they're blaming him for such ridiculous. Like if you don't blame George Bush for. Over 3,000 Americans being murdered on American Trump soil. Did. Trump just came out. Yeah, that's what I like right about out. Trump. Trump is right there. 
That's who do you blame? If that happened on Obama's watch, oh my god, never hit the end of it, man. You blame yeah. Obama. If yeah, it happens on sure. Bush's watch, you blame Bush. You don't turn him into a hero because he went to Ground Zero in a members only jacket and made a speech. Oh, members only. You don't give. You don't make him a hero for that. <laughs> members, members only. only. You don't make him a hero because he randomly attacked Islamic countries that had nothing to do with it. You don't make him a hero for that. But on his watch, 3,000 dead on America's soil. And then investigation starts. Colin Lisa Rice or whatever her name is 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 there saying, mentioning all of the warnings she got. Yeah. And they didn't do anything? They let this happen? One of the warnings was possibly Osama bin Laden training people to fly planes into buildings. Uh, yes, that was one headline. from, the, And she's acting like it meant nothing to like the investigation. Yo, who was the, uh, the senator that read the, the 9-11 report in like a private room? And he came out and he was like shaking. And he's like the... Well, he said we should really rethink our... Right? Oh, no, Republican dude. He said we should really rethink our uh, relationship with the Saudi Arabians. Yeah, but who was that? There's a, like 20, 25 pages that are redacted out that you can't see. And, uh, and, you, know, you know who it was, Chris? I don't know. Yeah, I forget. I can't remember. Maybe Helms? No. Um, you know, they got a... I thought Yeah, these Saudis. What's up with this Saudi BS? Uh-huh. Why are we friends with them? They're the, the best frenemies you could have. Like, they are just, they are just such... We're going to, we want to go into worse. Syria, in Iraq. We want to go into Iran, Afghanistan. These people got nothing. Now, this is just warmongering. But if you want to be a warmonger, go into Saudi Arabia. Take that. You know how much you profit after that takeover? After you make that yours? And then you could use the excuse of hu- human rights because they're well, chopping heads off every day. Well, they're doing every day. And look what they're doing in Yemen. The Saudis are being, are being quite vicious in yeah. Yemen right now. And, you know, they, and if you want to talk about like you know human rights, Saudi And I'll Arabia, tell you what, on, man. Bernie Mac and Rand Paul wouldn't deal with... I don't think... If they had a choice, they wouldn't deal with Saudi Arabia. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. The Saudis, man, that's a frenemy to the United States. Yeah, they There's wouldn't... no ally that's a frenemy at best. At the best circumstance, that's a friend of me who's doing one thing, tell you something else. There's a lot of countries that we deal with that are your friend of me. Yeah, who else? Pakistan. Why does your president deal with them? You have to deal with them, you know, but it's just like, that's a friend of me. What do you mean you have to deal with them? Well, if you want to to operate in Afghanistan, you got to kind of deal with Pakistan. We got hospitals over here we could operate in. What are you talking about? Unbelievable. (laughs) This guy. This guy. Unbelievable, this guy. Well, Joe's Googling, so we can't even talk to him. I don't know what he's doing. I'm trying to figure out what you guys are talking about. Pakistan, yeah, no, and operations. Of, never heard of it. But, yeah, um, but there was, a, but there was a big difference, though. I mean, when you compare the Republican debate to the Democratic debate, at least there was some hint of policy, which is you know was great. You want to hear people talk about the policy and their kind of agenda, rather than these vague rally around the flag kind of points you catch out the uh, yeah. Republican debate. And then like Abortion, anyone who anyone who might say anything, God, family know, values, of course. It's, all, it's all these very nebulous kinds of topics, and the only person who really might have a policy. Behind him, you know, Rand Paul, all his speaking time, all his oxygen gets drained right to Donald Trump or the most extreme, bombastic, you know, candidate they have. And it's all these, like, again, nebulous things, like you say. You know, <clears throat> so right now, though, it's you got Trump and then Carson. Or the, uh, what about the, How the crazy girl? is that? What about the girl? Farino or whatever? She seemed, it seemed to me like the debate was more the, 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 the last Republican debate, anyway, was, uh, was back and forth between Donald and the, and the girl more, more yeah. than anything. Well, they he, were kind Trump of really polar, polar opposites. He really just came out with something. Like he, he said, that face. Look at that face. Yeah, he was like, it's funny. You know, you want to laugh? You know, not, not for not nothing. a presidential debate, man. You know, Jesus Christ. Not for nothing. Is this broad, uh, attractive? I mean, what's... what's it's, I mean, come on. She's, all right. Maybe she's not the, the most appealing to the eye. All right, eye, then. Trump said... Call her ugly? I want to call her ugly. Eh. 
I'm gonna say she's ugly. If you're as handsome as Donald, you have a right to call anybody. We got a hair like that. <laughs> he called himself I would handsome. Say if you look like Donald Trump, you can't call her ugly. Is what I. He know. thinks he's very I mean, handsome. He thinks. I know the way the world works. Like you can most. He's got to be know, the cockiest guy. As a guy, you can get away with more than. Like, yeah, than, unfortunately. Than mm-hmm. but, but you know, but that's just the kind of like. Uh, Bullshit kind of stuff that they get wrapped up in because you know he ain't got no policy. He has a lot of quick talking points, yeah, but he has no real policy in place. So in order, it's to, like it's like it's almost like heat. It's almost like dodging know? heat. You know, it's what like I mean? this, uh, Mr. Trump. What what do you think about immigration? I'll build a wall. I'm good at walls. I'll build a wall so I'll big. Make the Mexicans It'll build be the it. biggest wall. Yeah, get the fuck uh, out of here. Uh, okay, uh, what can we really say about that? All right, how do you feel about this? Oh, they're wimps. They have no pizzazz. They, they're slow. Look, what, the, what are you talking about? Yeah, he's not saying anything. Nothing. He's just like it's empty. But back. so many are falling for so many goofball dummies. Yeah, I'm talking to you. You heard me right in your ear. Take the earphones off if you can't take it. All right. Listen, I like this. Bernie Mac Colonel was talking about the free college. Yeah. And I was even debating with somebody else. Nothing's free. Who's going to pay for that? It's going to come right back to our... I'm like, listen, dummy. Why don't you look into it before you respond and say something? He says exactly where he's getting the money from. It's not coming from a guy like me. It's Wall not... Street... Uh, Wall Street... Traders. It's a, it's a tax he wants to put on. Yes. What's it called? Wall Street something tax. It's a, it's a trade. They have trade millions of little transactions all day. That a lot of other places tax people on. But, of course, here we can't touch these people because they're so important. These banks and, and billionaires are so important. Stay away from them. Do what they want. So it's like speculation taxes. That's or, it. Wall Street speculation yeah, it's, tax. It's, yeah. and, and it's even a small tax by them. But there's so many going on that are untaxed and untouched. You could generate a lot of revenue. So why not go that route? That's off the working man's back, simply. Yeah. Then people say, well, then they'll stop doing so much. Well, then that's a good thing because right now it's so reckless. And we see what their reckless transactions cause. Well, cause a meltdown in the economy. You know, that's the thing, everybody, you know, you want to lionize these guys as some kinds of captains of industry when it's all this crony capitalism really at its core. And, you know, they don't have the, there's no loyalty with these international companies. You know, it's no. the bottom line is, is where their loyalty lies. Not to you know bring anyone up, or help anyone, or be fair. That's not their. That's not their goal, man. Yeah, and dummy you know? broke people in America think that's they because like, you know you're sold the thing to aspire. One day you two could be a hedge fund manager and make millions of dollars. No, you're not gonna do that. Yeah. That's not what's yeah. gonna happen for you. Go back in the trailer. Up. Go it's back into your apartment. I never thought for a second ever in my life that one day I could be a hedge fund manager. But you know what? But you sold the dream. One day you're gonna be a millionaire too. I yeah. do think I'll be a Maybe. millionaire one day, but. Not a hedge fund. Yeah, why don't you hurry up because I'm dying over here. Help our brother out. And then, I, and then when you become a millionaire, will you change and say, I'm supporting Trump and I don't want nobody touching my money? No, no way. No, Trump no, actually says he's going to tax never. rich people. He says he's going to... He does. Yeah, he, yeah, he, says, he says some stuff that's good. His approach, I don't like because I like calm people. I like people who are soft-spoken and efficient. You know what I'm saying? I like the New York Giants and not a team like the Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, I don't like loudmouth oh. football. I don't like moonwalking in the end zone football. You know, I like you score, you put the ball down, you shake the ref's hand, and you go back to the huddle. <laughs> what about your boy, your salsa boy? Is he still in the Giants? You got to be dictated by logic. The salsa dancer? We just had a question come in over email. What? Get out of here. Should this the U.S. Happened. take in Syrian refugees? If so... How many? I say yes, absolutely. We certainly should. We certainly should. We are the 
the country that takes in the poor, the tired, the huddled masses. Is there a chance, tired, be honest, hungry. I don't know, whatever. that some of these people that we take in, if we take any in, can be Islamic yes. militants? Absolutely. Absolutely. There's Absolutely. a chance. There's always a chance. And you're and still willing. And there's also a absolute that they're already here. Yeah. However, we still have an obligation to help the people who need help. Why is that? Because uh, Statue of Liberty says it. Well, I think that if you bring them in here and they're acculturated right into American values, you could you kind of almost erode some of the jihadi tendencies out of them. You're here long enough, and you can see that things could be different. You know, you never you never if somebody's radicalized that way, it's hard to you know if they're going to do it, they're going to do it. You know, but you can save the majority. I don't want to say save the majority, but you could help. You know, give the majority. Well, a this is like I said earlier. You know, I'm not scared of nothing. These people coming in here, that doesn't scare me. The chance, if they are diehard dudes, do you think their ultimate plan is become a refugee, travel and walk across Europe in hopes that you'll randomly be sent to America yeah, doesn't make sense. to start your jihadist attack? No, if they are diehards, they're on their way to figuring it out. But the diehards have their own battle in the Middle East right now. Yeah, now, there are Weirdos at home, half retard, young kids watching YouTube, watching and becoming brainwashed by ISIS, homegrown guys that pull stuff, or maybe even people that the FBI fishes out, because we know that happens. Oh, look at uh, Mr. Mad Joe. He keeps on checking out these Islamic things. Next thing you know, you're at work at the pizza place, and hey, we got a new guy. Here's Muhammad. He's uh, working with you today. Muhammad's a fed, all right? Muhammad starts getting in your head, feeding you some BS. Next thing you know, you got a backpack on. You're ready to blow up a subway, but it's filled with hot dogs. Anyway, you're under arrest. The FBI's on the news. They just caught the next big terrorist. Patting themselves on the back. It was a complete sham setup. I don't believe this crap. And here I am with a backpack full of hot dogs. Yeah. What the fuck what are you going on? Meanwhile, himself. you could have fed Syria. But anyway, Martin O'Malley says we should take at least 62,000 refugees. That's an odd number. Take 62,000? At least. I would say, uh, listen, man. Yeah, I guess I guess that's what. Yeah, they. That's just a drop. International. Said, I will you speak take? because I have a very good Syrian friend, and he's got family over there. His parents are refugees from. Uh, his, well, his his dad is from Syria. His mother's from Lebanon, but they're refugees. They mm-hmm. fled here for looking for religious freedom. They happen to be Christians. I right, will allow that. But, so, yeah, you know, they get a pass, but. uh no, but um, I I always say the uh, the sympathetic approach is the best way. You know, to me. Yeah, I hear you. That's my personal policy. Now, I do like I? I give people the benefit of the doubt. I, I uh, you know, I'd rather be kind to people than be uh, be nasty to people. You know, so mm-hmm. I say take them. And it could be risky, but yeah. probably not. It could be, and you know what? Everything's risky. Driving to work is risky. That's risky. More Walking, risky than worrying I, about a terrorist. We yes. work in New York City. I do. So we're walking all day in a city. Where there's thousands of cultures simultaneously bumping into each other, oh, and it makes me subway so tunnels mad. and sidewalks, and you know what I mean? It's it's crazy. Anything mm-hmm. can happen at any time. It usually doesn't. Yeah. So in my experience, it usually doesn't, and I can't live. I'm not going to live my life in fear of some of something of a chance. Well, if you, if you change, if you have a fundamental change in society, has this fundamental break, and it gets upended. Then they've won, you know. Like, oh yeah, when they have people so scared, you're out, you know. Do I like this Islamic Muslim stuff? No, I can't stand it. 
I can't stand any religion. I can't stand when people are really into being a Christian. I don't like that. If you're free to do it, but I find it really dumb. If you're really into being a Muslim, I find it just as dumb as being really into being a Christian. You come off as kind of dumb. Sorry. It come, to me, maybe there is a God, but the stuff you're believing is fairy tale stuff. That's it. That's how what Retro, I believe. Yeah. So I think it's ridiculous to know that there's people on their knees once a day facing a certain way, bound to the three ground. Three times. Whatever, three times a day. That's nuts to me. I think it's crazy that, that Philadelphia could go so crazy because a guy in a white suit's coming and they're going to line up on the streets and sleep on a sidewalk for a week ahead of time just to get a glimpse of him go by with his half-dead hand almost in the air. That's crazy to me. Whatever these people were, I said in Philadelphia. No, I agree with you. I like, agree. All right, boys, we're running out, man. We're running out of time. Out Change of time the card, then. Uh, Enough. You're so you scared of everything. What do you got there? What do you? What do you? What do you? Who do you? Can we do more, Chris? Or are we going to be trying to call it a day? Nah, he's trying to get us out of here. Look, the people got to know this is important. Listen, we don't just like. Would Martin Luther the King end the podcast early because of some card? No. The King cast. How about that guy? The other guy who's red skinned. Yo, I want to do, an, uh, let's do another podcast called you the know. Martin Luther King cast. Who's the guy? By any means necessary? Malcolm X. Malcolm, would Malcolm X end a podcast because of a card? No, put the new card in. Or a Farrakhan. Which You've one? been hoodwinked. I don't remember now. Do you need the other card or no? Uh, we calling it, Chris. Make a move. What is it? So you guys, Decide. Uh, we could continue the, for the next podcast or we could, we could wrap up the session. All right. Let's wrap it up. I see your. I see the look on your face. All right, then you edit all that out. We're getting a note here from our well, you can keep the secretary stuff. getting a note. But uh, thanks for tuning in, people. And you know what's awesome, man? I'm, I appreciate everybody sending messages on uh, Twitter, on Instagram, sending emails to us. We really appreciate it. At Post Americans on Twitter, follow yeah. us. Post America Podcast on uh, Instagram. And if you want to send us an email, a suggestion, a question, a comment, anything like that, send it to postamericapodcast at gmail.com. Download, subscribe, rate, review. Let us know how you, what Leave you think a comment, about us yeah. on uh, iTunes. And uh, tell a friend. This, is, this podcast is definitely growing week by week by week. So we really appreciate the support. Yeah. And help keep us, it going because Chris is real nervous that it's going to cut off. So I want to just, he's got his fingers crossed. It's like, yeah. Oh yeah. And a lot of people uh, got hold of us. They liked the last podcast because we were going at Chris because it's anti-alien beliefs. Oh yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> he's not open-minded. We need to do a all alien podcast. All alien all the time. All alien all day. We should, we should get one in to talk to him. This way prove to Chris. Yeah. You know what? Let's just find one. It's be my easy. boy. Yeah, it should be easy enough. We need a translator for him. All right, everybody. Peace out. We'll talk to you very soon.